0: Bye. Uh-huh. Going to pursue
1: in the, the Minotaur sorcerer Yukone destroyed the entire city. It was actually the site of the defeat in what was called the Ravages. This is a it's a it's just a spell, essentially, in a consumable capsule. Mind blank. Yeah, I'm
0: probably gonna ask
1: Lower to it. Welcome to the zone! Welcome back to Meriden D, I'm Bryce the DM.
0: And I'm Privy, I'm eating Katamita.
1: <laughs> Hopefully not on mic. I believe we left you in the camp. Uh, you have a chat with Gareth before you go to sleep and you get a good long rest and are awoken pretty much at the...
0: Strike r- of dawn.
1: At the strike of dawn, maybe a touch earlier before everybody else, as it looks like, uh, as Lawrence is kind of like tapping on your shoulder and getting you up. Morning. Morning. I think we should get a bit of an early start.
0: Yep, yeah, makes sense. Um, I was thinking about the pills, um, and probably we should take them at the last minute where not taking them would be bad. What do you think? Or would you just want to pop them now?
1: I was thinking of pop them now. They say as we get closer, the spots that are going to be dangerous will be harder to get ahead of. We walked through that first one, but that was a very minor spot. And you saw what it did to them, D. So,
0: but don't I don't you want But wanna... to... don't you want to know what happens before you completely shield yourself from it?
1: No, as far as we know, there's no coming back.
0: But I want to know what happens.
1: <laughs> Just a little bit. You may roll me a medicine if you like.
0: I don't have that. And oh, that one. <laughs> Let me get that out of the way.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. You. You haven't heard much about this. You only know that it drives people mad and that you saw those deer. You have no idea otherwise. And Lawrence just kind of tells you like, I was old enough to remember hearing of these things and nobody came back. Once you're mad, you stay that way. And I'm not too keen into to uh, become one of them bloodthirsty ravagers.
0: All right. Sounds good. I will take the medicine. Also, how was your night? Wow, wow, wow It was fine It's good
1: And he gets just outside of the camp What's your passive perception like?
0: 19 Okay
1: You look back and nobody's up yet uh, Except for Slava Who is up on one of the roofs You know, that's nearly collapsed He just kind of gives you a little salute on your way out Before kind of jumping back down Whatever way he came up you're a little bit out of sight of the camp, and as you get a little bit closer, you start to hear very. That's not very fast, but you do definitely hear. Occasionally, so you figure this is about as good as time as any to take those pills.
0: I watch Lawrence take it first. He does. I follow Quickly. suit, and I'm like, oh, "That wasn't too bad." Do you feel any different?
1: It doesn't feel very different. It just kind of feels like...
0: Less mind wandering.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really even do that for you. I think it kind of feels like... It's kind of like putting on dirty glasses. Things feel a little clearer, sharper, you f- but you can definitely feel like there's a, a barrier between you and the world.
0: Says the man who's never worn glasses in his life. <laughs> but yes, I understand.
1: Okay. And you begin heading towards Toledo
0: oh are we sneaking can we do sneaky sneaks
1: yeah that's what I was gonna ask how how do you proceed
0: yeah no for now um I think we know we saw him closer to the floating islands we're not there yet yeah but we also know that there's bloodthirsty ravages around so well let's just do like stealthy
1: sure Why don't you first give me a survival to try and, like, plot out the path that you might take?
0: 17
1: plus 9 for 26. Oof, yeah. Good chunks of this area. Valua is not a terribly uh, foresty continent. There's a lot of windswept plains, especially right here along the coast where things grow kind of small because of the winds. However, you do, just because there hasn't been people in this whole area, there is, like, a small growth forest. That kind of like gets you up close. So you could walk through that and maintain quite a lot of your stealth, at least from sight. Now, going through that with the horses, especially since you're not great at animal handling, means that you're if there are things in the forest, they're likely to hear you, you know, just kind of stomping about through there. But from the islands, it's very unlikely anybody will detect you sneaking up.
0: Are we worried about being seen? Why?
1: Potentially by Nyaokok.
0: This is true.
1: Uh, I don't. You're the one who suggested sneaking. I don't know. Are you worried about being seen?
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I am. But
1: <laughs> The people looting this place usually are not. That you can determine by the fact that the path up to the Toledo is just
0: open. Then I'm not worried because I'm not expecting crazies to be around here. And um, people on the floating island can't hear me anyway. I'm not expecting to need to be heard, not heard. So I think we should take the horses through here until it's not safe to take the horses anymore.
1: Okay. Then you may give me a stealth at disadvantage for the horse. But my mod? Yeah. 19. Okay. I'll give you another one as you sneak up because you're, you won't be detected by anybody coming through this forest. So this is just through the forest check. And while you are doing so, you may give me a perception.
0: 17. Okay.
1: I have a weird question. What's Enrica's favorite dessert?
0: Hmm, That's a hard one. Glob jamun's. Glob jamun's, hands down.
1: (laughs) It would be. All right. As you're passing through this foresty area, there's a brief clearing just kind of off to your left, and as you look there, just to check for threats, because I think you're probably still head on a swivel, a little paranoid, but you're looking for animals, things that might be dangerous, and your eyes pass over at once, then you look back, and there on like a little coffee table in the middle of this clearing is a bull with jamun. Lawrence! He's a few steps back and not quite in sight of this little area yet. What? He comes up a little bit further. Ah no, some like a table with some wet donuts on it.
0: A, that's gulab Jamun. And B, okay, at least you see it too.
1: And this is when you notice that like on a 17, you kinda weren't paying attention, but you're just hearing some faint noises coming out of your backpacks.
0: I say, okay, let's get out of here.
1: Okay, you begin moving off. However, as you're doing so, uh, you may give me a quick animal handling.
0: 19.
1: You're trying to guide your horse, you know, through this, and it's being a little bit stubborn. But on a 19, you kind of like, you pull its reins a couple times, you kind of lean over and look into its eye, and its eye is starting to go like hazy black. Kind of like those deer.
0: Is there any trees around?
1: Yes, there are. You are currently in a small forest. None are very big trees.
0: Um, Are they reachable for now?
1: Yeah, roughly.
0: I say, Lawrence, jump on a tree. The horses are being weird. And I jump off the horse onto a tree. If okay. If you want an acrobatic. So- yeah,
1: why don't you do that for me?
0: 10 on the dice for a 17.
1: <laughs> he has scored a 25. So, like, pretty much as, like as soon as you say it, you're not even finished, and he is like, stands up on his horse and backflips up into a tree and catches it and you jump out too. Okay. Then Lawrence's horse looks at him confusedly as this other one goes to just like starts kind of kicking and just back legs it right in the face. This other, uh, Lawrence's horse. If that roll. That will be a hit. Oh no. I don't think that's an outright kill on the horse, but it's close. What do you want to be doing? Your horse, which is now possessed by, you know, this madness, is attacking the other one.
0: I say, maybe we should just leave the horses behind. What do you think?
1: Lawrence is going, before this gets bad, he's going to try and, on his animal handling, he just kind of yells a command to his horse and from the trees kind of leans over the whole tree kind of bends with them as he just kind of spanks it and his horse goes running and yours kind of goes chasing after it i'll i'll give him a fighting chance they should head back to camp i think the boys will know to shoot the bad one
0: well they've been living there long enough
1: guess we're on foot from here
0: mm-hmm.
1: all right then you may give me a stealth to approach up closer
0: 17 plus 10 for 27.
1: Okay, I'll give Lawrence his. He's rolling pretty hot today.
0: Higher than a 27?
1: No, not as high as you, but his dice are coming up pretty good so far. Nice. So you get up closer to the edge of the world and look out and you can begin to see the ruins of Toledo. What's left of it is kind of in the sky and the islands are sort of like in a bit of a vortex. most islands, you know, move a little bit, but these ones just seem to be like visibly kind of moving and swirling around each other. You can identify the one with the lighthouse that was mentioned as you know the last place Slava saw in And you can see the one, it's no longer in the middle, but it looks like it has a chunk of the old castle on it. And it's one of the larger islands. And that was, Slava told you that one, people don't go there. It's far, far too dangerous. Too many of these clicks. they don't have these machines, so they just know anecdotally it's not
0: safe. I look at um, Lawrence, and I say, "Lawrence, what's have you been seeing? Your favorite food in the Claras clearings,
1: or uh, anywhere?" I only saw the one thing that I'd consider quite strange.
0: What is your favorite food?
1: Oh, back at home. We'd grow eggplants and we'd turn them into a baba ghanoush.
0: Damn, sounds good. If you see any baba ghanoush on the ground, don't eat it.
1: Alright, so what's the plan? Where do we think we headed?
0: So the last place that Slava said he saw a Nyaukok was in the island with the lighthouse. Now, I could potentially fly there. Not very stealthy. Hmm. But you're not flying. You're...
1: I can do about 60 foot steps between
0: shadows. Alright, so, and that middle island floating there, um, that's the one we're supposed to avoid at all costs, that's the bad one?
1: Well, and he kind of taps on his head like that pill we took ought to protect us regardless, long as we stay within 24 hours.
0: Yeah, but also there might be the crazies there, to whom we all look like popcorn chicken. Or worse, Baba Ganoush.
1: Now, I assume that you're going to want to stick together, right? So you want to head for the lighthouse island. That's pretty far. And even if you wait for it to swing around towards your side, you don't know how long it will take uh, to get closer. So if you want to you know, use the daylight, use the time you have, then you might have to jump through a few islands you to make sure that Lawrence can do it. However, what's your sort of, how would you plan out your route? What are you looking for?
0: Well, I, I think right now pass without a trace so that he doesn't see us coming. And also things uh, that could potentially attack us don't see us moving along uh, should be a great thing. So I think we should sort of do 30 foot jumps.
1: How longs does uh, that last? One hour. One hour. Okay. Yeah, you can, you can pop that whenever you want. But why don't, before doing so, why don't you, how are you planning your route? I, I kind of want to know what features you're looking for. What are, there are many options. Like there's a lot of these smaller islands. There's a couple big ones along the way. Stealth is
0: paramount. So not something that's very in the open. So I wouldn't choose islands that are just like, you know, a basic piece of rock that, but if there's enough cover, on that island that like you know we could both reach there and then jump to a different point from there so it has to have two things it should be within like a 30 to like you know maybe not even 30 maybe 60
1: 30 to 60 range preferably on the shorter end uh places to hide along the way mm-hmm. okay yeah that makes sense that description sounds like a survival to me so you may roll that 15 on the dice
0: of 24
1: okay so, you come up with similar ish you know plans. His kind of like goes through a couple of the bigger ones because it's like, well, as I figure it, the bigger ones are going to be easier to hide on. The little ones, well, we might knock them out of orbit, who knows. Also, I reckon that if we go underground, those bigger ones, they have some cave networks from the earthquake that split them off. Now that way don't, we don't have to worry about going above ground and being spotted at all.
0: I like that idea.
1: And yours, yeah, look, you were looking, you know, survival wise, where can you hide? You kind of picked out some islands with some small buildings, basically features you could see on top. So both of those are pretty, you know, that your role was very good. You've planned out a pretty good one where your stealth shouldn't be too difficult if you take your path. Or you can have Lawrence's option. Both are both are high rolls, so they'll both be decent.
0: I will forego my islands for ones with cave systems underneath.
1: Okay, there's still a few spots where you'll have to take shorter jumps onto smaller islands,
0: anyway. So you're so yeah. Won't so hurt. those those will be chosen for like you know in terms of how much brush they have or how much like you know so, like in my survival. But the ones where there is an option to go underneath that's definitely like you know something real thick
1: okay so you plot out a course and begin moving you fly quickly you know to the first island uh he is able to pop between shadows it's still early morning so the buildings and trees are casting pretty long shadows so he has plenty of places to pop over to i'll give him a separate one He figures that this whole trip over to the lighthouse will probably take the greater part of three hours, depending how carefully. Now, like you could definitely sprint. It would take you like 15 minutes. But, you know, going carefully, place to place, hiding, especially going through cave networks and possibly getting a little bit lost and navigating to the right jump off point to the next one. He estimates it's going to take more than than a single use of Pass Without a Trace.
0: I'm not comfortable with three hours, though. Lawrence, we need to... We can't waste that much time when it's a 15-minute jump.
1: But that's like... That's your speed rushing towards it.
0: So how much time will my route shave off? We went for two different options, right? So there was the survival, and then there was his cave networks. How much time, if we had taken my route, do I think it'll take?
1: Yours will have a few less points of possible error because you're staying up on top predominantly so there shouldn't be too many times you get lost so that one if you stick with that might only take an hour maybe less depending how well you roll along the way
0: can i make another roll with the new information of networks to see like you know so is there a combination of more my things and less his things that we could do to maybe meet at midway at like two hours I see Lawrence three hours out of 24 is that's a bit alarming I don't know what we're and I'm pretty sure my roots are still stealthy they're still good for stealth Mm -hmm. I don't want to get lost in networks of caves yeah that's fair so let's do less big caves
1: okay so then we'll say there's only like one spot where you'll really have to go through the caves you get to that point and there's not enough small islands that have any cover. Like if you were kind of worried about that spot, that it didn't look like an easy path through and you might have had to go a little bit further around to stay covered. So it would be shorter to kind of hit this bigger island from the backside where this you know, lighthouse might not see it and then go through the caves and hopefully find an exit out the front where you could then pop over to another. Depending where you come out, you see a few spots you might be able to jump from there.
0: Yep.
1: Okay. Then we'll see how well you roll, and you can adjust to go faster or slower depending how you think your success is. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't take three hours this way. Okay. You're you're kind of keeping it up a little bit faster. Then you begin your jumps to some of the first islands. So why don't you give me your stealth here?
0: Twenty six for
1: the first jump. Okay. So the first little bit goes pretty much. Fine, as planned. You jump through a couple of these islands as you're heading through. However, on a passive perception, a couple jumps in. Yes, you have a question?
0: I'm doing active perception too. As soon as we get there, as soon as I can, take a breath to see what's around and See if I see any other hungry people Okay, or thank you. any outcock.
1: Give me a perception.
0: 19 on the dice for 28.
1: As you're kind of hopping islands, you get to... A small one that has like a few houses on it and like you're the house is kind of lead off in the direction you don't want to go. So you're just kind of perched on the tip of this and we're just going to go right from there to the next one. And you're waiting for Lawrence to pop into the shadow of one of the buildings. When you kind of start to hear the sound of like chopping, like a butcher knife, sort of like on a wood block You hear the sort of like chink, dun, dun, chink coming from inside one of the buildings.
0: I'll wait for Lawrence. I don't go and list you. I'm like almost petrified with fear and staying as still as possible while looking. <laughs>
1: Lawrence pops over and he's kind of hearing this and he motions to you. do You hear this and he looks touch torn. He wants to go look.
0: I tell him I put my um, finger on my lips and I tell him we have to do it quietly.
1: <laughs> okay. How was your perception in the end?
0: I think it was a twenty something. Okay. If it's the last roll I made, it's a twenty-eight.
1: Okay. Then as you're watching, he kind of like goes and just kind of listens at one of these broken windows, and you're kind of waiting for him. You can just see him. And not at all from the house, like some of these rocks that you had just thought were debris, kind of like pop up and like start moving towards him you can give me some initiative he is he didn't see this so he'll be surprised so he'll lose his turn 23 all right you're up first then as these grayish skin it's got all sorts of boils and things and that's why it looked like they were just sort of like gross looking boulders they've even got like moss and stuff growing on them as they get up, and you can see more clearly that they are just like grayish, decaying people and like slender humanoid forms.
0: How many of them? Three. I'm gonna pull aggro and I'm gonna shoot them, and then I'm gonna, you know, whistle or something like that to let them know that I'm here. Okay. I have, I have advantage, I presume. You were
1: currently hidden, yeah.
0: Two 17s on the dice.
1: That'll hit. So you sneakily pop up and shoot one with your longbow. Not Uh, longbow. Light crossbow. Light crossbow.
0: 21.
1: You take one down.
0: And then I whistle. So I'm not trying to be too obvious, but maybe a bird sound hopefully is what I'm trying to imitate.
1: Yeah, I think you agreed on some sorts of like covert warning sounds. That's, it's not quite thieves can't. I might give you a spy can't. We'll we'll formalize that. It's not Thieves' can't, which is more of like code words for things, but more of, you know, signs as if it were some...
0: SWAT SWAT tactics.
1: Yeah, that sort of thing. I will let you get rid of his surprise if you spend your bonus action doing that. Yeah. Okay. Then you use your bonus action to alert him.
0: And potentially pull aggro.
1: Yeah. Well, the remaining two will split. You both get one headed for you. We'll roll you first. Uh, one will miss. I believe a 23 is going to do it for you. Yes. Do you have a spare D4 in my borrow?
0: I don't need that. Okay. Um. Also, I know you hate it when I say this. I wiggle.
1: <laughs> Only six damage. That wasn't too
0: bad. After or before?
1: Before. One goes for Lawrence who alerted. That one hits. For seven damage on him as he gets just hit by this sort of club. It might be a femur that conks him over the head. And he's up and he'll make some attacks. Those are both going to be hits for 12. As this one that hits him, he recoils slightly and then comes back punching and takes it down.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, you've got one up in your face now.
0: I'll bonus action hide. Can I hide from it and hit it?
1: You will take an opportunity attack to get away from it. You can't hide right in front of it.
0: I disengage as a bonus action, get far away enough that I can shoot at it and shoot at it. Okay. 15 on the dice. That'll hit. So that's just a d8 plus whatever, right? Yeah. 7 on the dice plus 4 is 11. Did it have 12 HP?
1: Yeah. It has 12. He got it exactly on the button. So it comes rushing for you again. I'll try and make two attacks.
0: Can I have flown up?
1: Yeah. So you, That's a thing you could have done. Then it goes rushing for Lawrence. That's two hits. Fuck. This thing just starts wanging on him, and he is taking some damage fast. Uh, but on his turn, he's able to finish it off. With its only one HP. Uh, and he's already looking a little bit beaten up from all that.
0: I get him back and do I have any healing?
1: He is going to
0: pop some greater healing potion. <laughs> he, we didn't yeah. leave. Yeah, you would have left that. So.
1: any. I will decide how many he has, but he pulls out a potion. Now, nah, you would have my head if he knew I was using anything that weren't his, but I prefer a few normal healing potions rather than what he makes sometimes. As he pops one of these and heals up a little bit.
0: Uh, Do uh, do I have any?
1: Why don't you just roll me a int. Just a good int check. And now you're thinking, I probably will in the future. (laughs) He passes one to you just in case.
0: I'm like, no, no, if you need to take it, take it.
1: These just seem to be normal healing potions. So he's taken two and is looking a lot better, but he hands one to use, just in case.
0: How could I have forgotten healing potions? I take it and I put it in my pocket and I'm like, no more being curious. Let's go.
1: Then you can make the second jump. You can give me a stealth and a perception, and he will do so as well.
0: Stealth is 25, perception is 26.
1: Okay, then on a 26 you might see these before you pop over so you're kind of getting to a point where it narrows down like there are normally a few options between places and then you you quickly discuss and pick whichever one looks easier this one there only seems to be one way forward and as you are looking at it it's a pretty small island with just a few overgrown that's why you picked it you thought you could stealth in pretty easily there's a Old pillar. that's all that's left of whatever building was here that's casting a decent shadow for Lawrence to jump into. But as you're kind of looking at it, you hear this like faint singing from it.
0: I, I looked, um, do yeah, yeah no. you're
1: you generally jump first, so okay. he's not going to jump without you. But on your 26, you you hear this before you do so, and it's just like the faintest sort of melody.
0: Here's my thing. I know a luring song. Can I roll an arcana to see if this is something similar to a luring song?
1: I'll let you roll a perform an int. How's that?
0: Doesn't help. It's a okay. minus one. And a int, int is zero. Charisma is minus one.
1: Oh, Okay. So then it's just proficiency then.
0: 16 on the dice. So 19.
1: You don't feel lured. You consult with Lawrence. He does not feel lured. It's just sort of like this very airy ethereal and you can't really place where it's from. Like you on your perform int, like oh, it's definitely not a harpy song. It's not and It's not any number of things. So you can't place its provenance.
0: And we've bottlenecked ourselves in that. That's the only way forward.
1: You could go back and go around if you like. It would delay you a little bit.
0: I look at Lawrence and I say, do you think we could make a jump quick enough that...
1: He kind of scouts this out and like, that won't give us much of a chance to scout out the next island. But we can just jump forward and go, hope for the best.
0: I tell him, okay, we'll go back. But I want to see what this thing is. Like, it, um, no, no, not, not like last <laughs> he, time. He
1: kind of grins at you like... I thought we said no more curiosity.
0: Well, yeah, but I can still shoot arrows at it to see if anything wakes up or moves, right? That's that's safe.
1: You might bring unwanted attention from who knows what.
0: Well, we could be sneaky. I could get, like, nobody's going to know where I fired a... I could shoot and then hide here. The well, room.
1: I'm not too worried about you. I'm worried about whatever you're shooting at bringing up. It's already making noise over there. Start well, here's shooting my at thing. it. How do we know it doesn't start singing louder?
0: That's my thing. It's going to be more of a distraction than not, right?
1: A distraction that keys whoever might be listening off to somebody's coming, that there are things to look at over here at our location.
0: <sighs> All right, no more curious curiosity. <laughs> Let's go back.
1: Okay. Then give me a new stealth and perception.
0: 28 on Perception.
1: Okay. You move back. You fortunately don't have to go back to the same island that you were attacked at before, but you kind of go the long way around this little bottleneck. You can hear from your backpack the sort of muted sound of...
0: I don't tell him not to come. I think, I think we're going to hopefully just take the next jump quickly and where where we resist this. so yeah okay i i hop back i um retcon a little bit before we before he jumps on i make the signal i do a little kaka okay <laughs> i do a kaka and mm-hmm. then um hop back and as like hopefully that stops him from jumping okay. i go back and i say i don't see any people but the effects there might be stronger just letting you know
1: should be safe.
0: Yep. Yeah. Just thought I'd warn you Let's get off that island as soon as possible. Okay. And if you need to, because you're faster than me, if you want to do a blind jump to be safer and not get hit, I can just fall off the island. So
1: And he kinda of points to the next one up. Alright, so should take me you no know, more than like ten seconds. Jump, run, jump.
0: If if we find that it's necessary, but if you think, you know, it's just one of these you know, as as long as nothing's attacking you.
1: Your call. Like, do you want to continue stealthily with your stealth, or do you want to run and hope to get through it quicker?
0: Let's just do do it stealthily, but it, at the first sign of movement, you, you bail. We both bail that island. All right. All right.
1: You go for this plan, jump over, you fly over and try to keep to the bushes. And as you're doing so, like, as quietly as you can, you actually do see some of these weird boulders kind of further down the island, and you think you won't really alert them. Like, they aren't moving yet. It's really hard to tell a rock from people, or whatever these things, ex-people. They're, they're not zombies. You know, they look like they're still alive, despite all the problems they're suffering. And as you're... Walking and going as kind of quick as you can, stealthily though, you're stepping over through the bushes when Lawrence steps on something that yelps. Give me some initiative.
0: 18 on the dice. Man, my dice are being good to me today. Then Twenty-two.
1: you both look back and he seems to have stepped on what looked like just sort of like a twig or something. But it wakes up and looks at you and it's just this scrawny dog with like black eyes and foaming at the mouth as it yelps and starts growling. On a 22, you are up first.
0: He's next to me. 19 on the dice. Ad Lawrence is next to me, right?
1: He is. Yeah, he just stepped on this thing. So definitely.
0: 23 on the sneak attack damage.
1: You hit it hard as you plunge a sword into it, and it yelps, but doesn't go down yet. It's turn, because Moritz rolled a nat 1 on his initiative.
0: Wait, he's- bonus action. Okay. Bonus action, I'm going to disengage and <laughs> Actually, he doesn't get any benefits from me being there, does he? No. Actually, he's taken more damage than I have. Um can I use my bonus action? I'm going to try to evoke some sort of humanity in this dog and, and like sort of dash but I I want it to follow me sort of like a playful but also I'm I'm the target dash.
1: All right. You're going to op- incur an opportunity attack if you move out of its range.
0: Well, it's not turning me into a zombie. Okay. So, do I think it's going to run behind me?
1: Based on your two in medicine earlier, to understand this disease, maybe.
0: Hey, my medicine was more than two. It was just an at one. Okay. All right. Um.
1: You've already. I think that's what you do. You try to. You've said it. This is a repercussion of rolling miserable on your medicine. You you hope to pull aggro or. I hope awaken it, sort of chase in you, and so it will make a attack on you of opportunity as you go by. However, an 11 I don't think will hit you. Yes. So you run away, and you do engage its chase instinct. So it runs after you, and Lawrence will get an opportunity attack against it. 16 will do it. Fine. So he will do six more damage so up to 29 and then this thing chases you down to make some attacks on you as it just tries to do like a big pounce and bite at the same time 12 and 17 so the 17 is going to hit but that's its second attack which is a, isn't the bite so it does a little less then you go from 8 to 4
0: all right that's not too bad i'm doing fine
1: and Lawrence is up, who's going to run up and seeing how this thing has taken some damage. Oh, no, he'll, he'll save off his key and make some attacks. Those will be two more hits for him. For 19 plus 29 is 48. And this thing is looking on its last legs.
0: Well, Lawrence is back next to me, so I get sneak again. Not 20 on the base.
1: Yeah, you have way more dice than it has HP at this point. So it chased after you, kind of barking. And that seems to have Allured. a couple of these things wake up. And they're a little ways away. And on your turn, you can fly with your speed to the next island over. And he'll have a turn before they approach so they can get there. Okay. However, you, can, you still have a bonus action. So I'll let you take a... Pers- hide? Yeah, if you would like to just...
0: Do it stealthily. like That's our plan. So.
1: Well, here's the option. You can either... I'll allow you to make a bonus action perception before you jump so that you might see if there's anything over there ahead of time, or you can just go and hide.
0: No, I'll do a perception. Okay. 16.
1: Okay, well, that's not that
0: terribly high. I've been rolling 20 pluses on all my perception.
1: Yeah, you look, you don't see anything. There's, it's a pretty small island. There aren't even any of these rocks that you think are there. It's just like one big tree is casting a bit of a shadow, so Lawrence should be fine jumping over. So you fly over real fast and go to the tree where you think he'll be waiting. And as you land, you look and the floor is just like covered in little beetles and you just kind of like jumped into it. And it's gross.
0: They're not attacking me? <laughs>
1: no, but it's gross.
0: I I wait for Lawrence to come. Like, they're not attacking me. It's not a danger. Yeah.
1: And as you guys get out of initiative, he jumps over and hides as well, and then kind of looks down and like, well, let's get out of here. Yep. And as you, like, kick, they seem to be following you as you get to the next spot where you'll jump off this island. And as they move, like, this horde kinda of reveals a skeleton underneath it.
0: What's the skeleton wearing?
1: <laughs> Nothing now. It's been picked clean by these beetles.
0: I'm like, okay, yeah, let's just hopefully the next next island is a little bit better, but I think you just need to bail right now. I don't want you to get eaten by these.
1: Okay. So give me one more perception and stealth. And this will get you to the big island kind of at the middle.
0: Perception is lower at 15. Stealth is 22.
1: Okay. He is not doing great at stealth so far. Uh, and that's kind of why he's run into a few of these fights. However, as you're planning your way over, you have to make a couple little jumps between small islands. and One is like so small, it's kind of like starts tilting so you go straight from there over to this big island it's probably a couple blocks large a lot of the city is still well it's it's definitely destroyed it's ruined and overgrown but you can still see a lot of what was here and it looks like it was once like a commercial district there's a bunch of broken shops and things and he points out to you like There's a uh, rift, kind of like, that opens up behind one of the stores, just like the island is kind of like split, not all the way through, but it's got this big kind of like chunk where like the two parts were starting to come in half. He says, let's head over there. I bet we can find some cave networks through that.
0: I think this is a bad idea. I have a bad feeling. Is there any other way?
1: Walk across the top.
0: Okay, we just need to be extra stealthy, so you do whatever you can to be extra stealthy.
1: Then you head off over to them, and sure enough, you kind of check, and you can see that this rift that's opened up in the island is just sort of like cracked with all sorts of little caves going through it.
0: All right, so this, yep, okay, okay, let's just go, let's just go.
1: Okay. Then you head down into the rift, and you may give me a nature... or you, know, you actually are great at both of those, huh? Uh, take whichever one you like at advantage, since you have both.
0: 14 plus 9 for survival.
1: Okay. On, 23. A 20, on a 23, there are a few options to pick from, and, you know, quick looks at each of them. You kind of sniff one seems to have like a bit of airflow coming through it. And you figure it's because the breeze from that's currently coming from the northeast ish is blowing through this. So you think that that cave will probably open to the northeast and that would be ideal for you.
0: I see. I think this is the, this, this way. I, I like we're not talking at this point. So I do the hand ca-ca. motions.
1: Yeah. All right. Then you pick that cave. I'll assume you're going first.
0: Yeah, I'll perceive. I'll do the perceptions, and
1: yeah, you may do so.
0: Not twenty for twenty-nine.
1: <laughs> uh, Finally, you can also with stealth too, if you like.
0: Twenty-seven on stealth. Okay. Is there something I can do to help Lawrence also with his like advantage on stealth or something?
1: Not really. Okay. Nothing I can think of legally.
0: what about illegally
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right then as you're passing through here and you're kind of following like you're following the breeze even though there's a few spots it branches off you're following the breeze even where it kind of winds and goes the wrong direction you know to follow this path and lawrence is behind you he'll just roll a stealth finally a touch better and as you're going through it's like getting pitch dark in here so you're just kind of starting to feel your way through there's just a very tiny amount of light occasionally as the top opens up uh, reveal a bit of light and that's just enough to barely kind of see your way through this (laughs) however like at one point as you're crawling through a bit of a, a tight space there is this glowing blue moth that seems to be kind of floating, just kind of like half the way moths do, kind of like flapping, kind of floating, dropping through the cave forward as it comes a little bit closer to you and then kind of flies straight into the wall and gone. And you kind of like freeze for a second and it kind of comes back through the wall at a slightly different position, a little bit closer, flapping, and then right through the other wall.
0: Is the wall solid when I try to touch it?
1: You aren't quite to its spot yet. And you're twenty nine, you notice this before you were right up on it.
0: And tell him to stop. It's
1: definitely a one per it's bare it's a one person passage while squeezing, so if you stop, he stops. <laughs> <laughs> but ah. you said you had a Nat twenty, yeah? On uh, a twenty nine, you don't let this distract you too much. Like it's a little creepy, but you've seen some creepy things and usually it's not the creepy thing that's been dangerous so far. Mm-hmm. So you look a little bit beyond them and you do see a side passage a little further down and you can hear sort of like some crunching and gnawing coming from that way.
0: From a side passage? Yeah. Of this?
1: You don't think you'll have to go that way.
0: I look at Lawrence and I signal that there might be trouble up ahead. What does he do?
1: He gives the signal for, okay, he's following you.
0: Okay, I, stealthily as possible, try to take the route that we need to take and get out of there. And I just tell him, keep quiet. Okay. Just roll me a
1: d20 for luck. Five. Okay. Then you're going, you can keep your stealth, which was very high, and his was pretty good too. So you kind of pop through the squeezing section to get some somewhere you can walk, and you're going quietly... You see you look briefly down there and you can hear some like crunching and see just a bit of movement and shadows on the wall and stuff. And they kind of like these long, lanky humanoid figures like you've seen a few before. But you start to sneak by them. And as you're doing so, this moth just kind of like appears like in front of you and passes straight through you. Why don't you give me a quick wisdom saving throw?
0: Fifteen.
1: You are very tempted to let out a little eep, however you hold it in, and the moth passes through and you don't feel any different. I just had like a low saving throw for you to be like, does that startle you?
0: I'm freaked out entirely. <laughs> but I'm just like, I take a, I take like a quiet, deep breath and I'm like, forward.
1: And you go through and get through the rest of this island. And you reach daylight, as you see this cave kind of empties to the sky again. You're somewhere below the like deep down into the islandish, but not too deep. And you can see a few islands ahead of you that would be jumpable.
0: All right, so I tell him like, um, which one is looks more stealthy from here?
1: I wouldn't worry about that too much. Okay, so roll uh,
0: a stealth, roll a yeah. Stealth is 28, perception is 25.
1: Then it only takes a hop or two more to get to the back end of this lighthouse island. And as you get up on top of it, you were pretty well hidden. You can see just like the faintest wisps of smoke coming out of the lighthouse but you don't see any specific activity going on.
0: Can I scroll for survival to see if there's a boat and or footsteps, or like the recent ones?
1: From this side, there's no... So on that sort of perception, not from here. If it's docked on the other side of the island, there's no way you could see or notice it from here. You've kind of come up on the back end of the lighthouse because that would be... Much stealthier for you.
0: All right, so I tell him, "Well, we're here. Couldn't you just scale the wall?" And
1: he he nods, like, "Cause the whole island is kind of at like a forty degree angle." Yeah, I think I could run up that. Not very sneaky.
0: Okay, so um the plan is to get into the lighthouse building as quietly as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. The lighthouse is kind of like on top of. Like It's the tower that kind of keeps going up for another, like, five, six stories. Um, however, it's kind of built on top of this kind of squat stone building. So you could go in through there. There's a few windows on the sides. So you don't have to, like, take the front door. Not that it's really a front door anymore, given that it's all kind of tilted. But Yay. there's a few entry points into it.
0: Yeah, let's do a window. Um, I'll go in and I will look through the window to see that it's safe and that, like, you know, there's nothing there. Maybe even investigate and check for traps. And then give Lawrence the go ahead to jump in as stealthily as possible.
1: Okay. Last stealth. 20. Why don't you take that at advantage? The creepy table has worked out for you.
0: Nope, two cans on on every days.
1: Then you start sneaking absolutely silently towards this place. You know, kind of going through the brush, kind of hiding behind a few small... Like this used to be just like the lighthouse chunk of the bay. So there wasn't really many buildings out here. So it's just the lighthouse ahead of you. And you're crawling through, you know, the brush and overgrown bits to get here. It's a little tough, uh, given that it's like at an angle. So you're crawling down, which is, you know, a little hard to do. You kind of slip a few times, and as you approach, you kind of notice, like, even when you slipped and like kicked some rocks occasionally, you were totally silent. And Lawrence notices this too as he kind of looks at you and kind of like stomps his foot a few times, just like taps it lightly and there's no sound he kind of looks at you does it again, suddenly the sound's back it's sort of like in this suddenly you hear the wind, you hear everything again, you realize just for like 30 seconds there there was absolute silence and with that sort of thing coming back you start to hear the in your backpack
0: well, we've made this is what we said we'd do, so I'm going to go into the room nonetheless.
1: All right, you sneak in. You can see. A, is it
0: safe and empty?
1: It looks safe and empty.
0: I tell Lawrence to get in.
1: You see, what looks like a small encampment. There's a bedroll. They presumably in Yaocock. They found a kind of flat-ish space, you know, like the corner of the building is kind of covered in rubble and dirt and stuff, and that's kind of made a level spot in the corner. And they've set up, like, a campfire with a cook pot and a few things. And it's just sort of, like, wisping up smoke that's kind of, like, going up the long tower of the lighthouse before eventually escaping. And other than, you know, just, like, sort of, like, life things... There is just a giant pile of bones in this room and they're all marked somewhere. with like this big red X.
0: The fuck? You can
1: roll me an arcana and whiz. I'll let you take whiz if it's higher than your end.
0: Oh, please. Okay, so that's arcana I don't have proficiency in but that's an 18 with a 14 on the dice plus 4.
1: Okay, so yeah, straight whiz is fine.
0: Wait, no, that was Dex. Sorry, it's three. (laughs) Fourteen plus three.
1: Oh, well, in this case, you fail outright. Um, (laughs) On a 17, like, it takes you, you're looking at this, there's clearly nobody right here. Uh, So you kind of peek around and checking this and digest it, and suddenly it kind of, like, hits you that, like, you know, it's possible he's looking for somebody, and these are all the rejects that he's finding... Remains in the city and systematically of trying to find the ones he wants, possibly to revive them. You've heard at least that you usually need some part of the body to get a resurrect on.
0: You don't think he's trying to resurrect the madman, the bad evil, big bad evil guy, do you?
1: Lawrence is gathering all this in, too. Says, I certainly hope not. That uh, is not something anybody's ready for.
0: Can I search his belongings to see? As far as I understand, whatever resurrect you want to you'll need like a. some sort of components, right? Like, you know, a diamond worth 5000 GP or one of those things, right? Are, are any of that, like, or. I assume that's general for all. Like, you know, resurrection type things, except for reincarnate, maybe. That's a straight arcana roll. Rogues.
1: I'll let you take religion if it's any different.
0: It's 19 <laughs> on the dice. That's what it is.
1: That's what the stories usually say. However, it's possible that some things are just able to cast it naturally. Like, if you had a spell scroll, part of the cost of making a spell scroll is, you know, using diamond like enamel or gold inks or whatever, to make the scroll so that it is of that value anyway. That would also apply to wands of power that have this preloaded into them.
0: Okay, so what... So usually, yes. So I'm just going to rifle through his belongings to see what's there.
1: You find a handful of these notebooks that the elven prisoners who kind of warned you about looking through them, you don't understand any of it. It's all in a sort of coded shorthand.
0: Do I see the crazy stuff?
1: There are some disturbing drawings in the sides, yeah. Like what? There's just sort of like single giant eyes here and there. There's a spot where he's kind of drawn what looks like a pretty normal small house but it's just got like a skeletal leg coming out of it that's just way too big in proportion there's like a page that's just covered in sort of like super hyper realistic spiders covered in like these creepy spines they have a few too many eyes towards the back there's a page that's just like it takes you a second to read it through because it's just It's just the message, trust none, over and over and over, so many times overlapping that it just almost looks like it's scribbled in black.
0: What language is it in?
1: That wasn't common. But he seems to be keeping it together at points, you know, where he's keeping down all these shorthand notes.
0: Do I feel like this is an area that's being prepared to get to for the area? Or am I worried that like, you know, wherever he is, he's not going to come back, he's just going to resurrect the person on the spot? Or is he dragging bodies here to test them some way?
1: Ooh, give me a survival, sure.
0: Um, 20 non-nat.
1: No. You imagine that he has to somehow identify these, so there's probably a magical component to that. And we'll say uh, on a 20 non-nat with survival, you know that that there are materials you need to identify something. And you'd probably find those here, If that was being performed here but you're not
0: so he's just dragging the book like is it like a complete body of bones or is it just like a random leg or a
1: lots of random chunks
0: i turn to lawrence and i say um so here's the issue he could find nothing today come back here where we ambush him and kill him he could have lost his mind more than he already has and he could just be wandering there aimlessly um, with a very powerful staff. Or he could be the luckiest guy and today's his lucky day. He finds whatever he needs to resurrect, resurrects it, and we're in trouble.
1: He kind of nods. Well, one, can we take that risk? No matter how small it might be, can we take that risk? Two, what if he stays up all night? These don't last forever. And getting points to his head with the mind blank spell.
0: All right, makes sense. Let's go track this guy down, hopefully, surprise him and kill him.
1: Okay. Then, as you're kind of thinking you know, where he might be, is there, there anything else innocent? on
0: his belongings other than the two books?
1: Rations, things like that.
0: So, um, he looks
1: like he'd prepared to be here quite some time but you also see the wrappers of quite a few bits of food. He's probably been here for a good chunk of the time since you last saw him.
0: Fuck, he's been here a while. All right, yeah, we can't, we need to put him out of his misery.
1: And on passive perception is you're, he's clearly not here. So you start looking around and you check out the window and you're not too far from that main scary island. And sure enough, you see a small rowboat parked over there near one of the caves.
0: I say, I tell him, I, I tell Lawrence, I see the rowboat. It's in the main island. I I turn around to Lawrence and I ask him in a very meta way, "Do you have medicine?"
1: He could roll that. Yeah, what's up?
0: Try to identify these bodies, like um, A, what potentially killed them, and B. Are they, do they fit a certain profile? Male? Female?
1: So he looks through them and like, I, I'm no doctor. But most of these are pretty big. I don't think he's looking for humans or even elves or dwarves or halflings or anything like that. As he kind of compares a femur that's like a bit bigger than him. He's, like, he's looking for big creatures.
0: Um. this this mad sorcerer person was a minotaur so he's a big person yeah yep fits the bill let's go let's go fuck this guy up
1: alright then it only takes you a couple hops to get over there so a decision is do you want to go to where the boat is because he's parked kind of right by a cave or do you want to go somewhere else on the island Lawrence will be able to get there because the cave is shaded, and he'll be able to jump through
0: um I say uh, I think we should get rid of the boat because I want to set the boat free,
1: okay, that's reasonable, so you fly over there he follows not long after
0: and as he as he as Lawrence pops over into the islet, he sees me cutting the rope for the boat and uh watching the boat drift away. He still has a staff of teleportation of some sort so it doesn't help us all the way but
1: uh, he's using the staff to teleport instead of you know kill us and that's a good thing and he kind of like in this tense moment he kind of does a little bow and gestures into the cave like ladies first
0: <laughs> I perceive I'm, I'm also I looking think,
1: I think that's enough for tonight
0: it's eight thirty. When did we start? We started like 3:30 <laughs> <30 testing. laughs> I know but...
1: Thank you for listening. Hope you come back again. Like, comment, subscribe on our website through the surveys or our comments on the things or Twitter or on reviews on iTunes, wherever you might want to.
0: You can send us an email at maridandd at gmail.com
1: or hit us on Twitter at MaryD.
0: I'm at prenups149.
1: Anyway, thank you very much. We'll catch you again. Good night!
0: Good night!
1: This, this, your horse, which is now gone wild, is. Gone wild's probably a bad term. Your horse, horse which is, is gone. <laughs> <laughs>